Everyone loves a good family mystery, especially one with as many twists and turns as June's Journey. Escape your everyday life and experience the world through the lens of June Parker and search for hidden clues and uncover the mystery of her sister's murder. Engage your observation skills to quickly uncover key pieces of information that lead to chapters of mystery, danger, and romance. Where will each new chapter take you? Days are long and life is hectic. There's nothing more relaxing than shutting off my brain and playing a round of June's journey. I will take it all, the glamorous culture of the 1920s, scandalous family secrets, and explore and even build my own vivid sceneries. I love to let my imagination run wild when decorating my island estate. June needs your help, detective. Download June's journey for free on iOS and Android. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Yes, this is it, Alex. Coming to you live on a Tuesday morning from Las Vegas. Ooh, do you believe it? Here we are sitting in the MGM Grand Hotel, the signature towers. Mm-hmm. High roller. Very fancy, very fancy. Overlooking, you know, Vegas. 24th floor. Um, had a show last night. Here at the Brad Garrett Comedy Club, Monday night, Monday night in a casino. Oh, we'll talk all about that. And so much more. The Emmys were on last night. The Emmys, the night before that, Critics' Choice Awards. A couple of nights before that, the Golden Globes. I feel like we could just condense it all into one, save everyone a lot of time, mm-hmm. and just say, it's going to be the same shows every for every one. The Bear is going to win everything. Uh, that guy. Jeremy, uh, Allen, Jeremy White. Allen White. Jeremy Allen White. He's going to win everything. He's just going to have a different outfit on, and it'll be a different shape statue. But it's going to be the same one. And then Succession, 
You're going to have to watch Kieran Culkin. Kieran Culkin. He's going to win again. <laughs> and he plays kind of like he does his character like in real life, character. too. Yeah, yeah, like I feel like he plays a little bit of that guy on stage as well. Um, a fun thing to do if you're if you're in that business, if you guys ever get to the point where you're accepting a uh, uh, an award of any kind uh, in show business, a fun thing to do is pretend you have a uh, a rivalry or a beef with one of the other celebrities. People love it. So and and Kieran Culkin and Pedro Pascal have been doing that. There was a little banter back and forth between the two of them. It's fun. It's fun to have a you know a fake beef. Mm-hmm. So Jimmy Kimmel and Matt Damon have been doing it. Boy, they've been beating that one to death for years. And uh, it's fun. Anyway, here I am in Vegas. Wow. I mean, man, uh, I'm going to be here for a week. I've talked about it uh, a, a lot on the show. And I got through day one, drove out here, and... Uh, and it's interesting. I think I have a whole new demographic, uh, Alex. I, they don't listen to the podcast. That's the other thing. I'm I'm going into these shows pretty pretty cold. Back to the old days of where it's not a cover to cover or a juicy scoop heavy crowd for me. It's just here's what it is. I learned this last night. It's degenerate gamblers mm-hmm. um, who come to a show on a Monday night in Las Vegas because they just need an hour away from whatever it is they're just in here on a monday in a casino degenerately gambling and after the show was over i went out and had a drink at a bar uh in within the casino here some country western bar or whatever is that the most wanted bar i don't uh, yes it was as a yeah. matter of fact it was the most wanted bar i just walked in and you know it was fair enough and and of course the people from the show were in there and and i learned it's uh, a, a lot of like degen- one guy started chatting me up of course and you know it's very sure just he was by himself i think it's, was he at the show he was at the show okay and he was telling me he goes to a lot of comedy here in in uh in vegas and he's and of course this is an interesting thing people do they pull out their phone and start showing me pictures on their phone i don't does anybody is anybody interested in other people's pictures on their phone no i don't think so right yeah I try, I try my, and of, of course, I had just chatted with some people that I actually had a good conversation with at the comedy club. They were cover to cover people and I had a real nice conversation with them. Then they closed the comedy club. I'm like, where are I taking a, and then I was out on my own and I went into the, what's it called? The, the most wanted bar. The most wanted bar. Yeah, really country Western vibe in there. And it was surprisingly busy on a Monday night in Vegas. I thought there'd be five people around, but it was packed. Anyway, and then this guy comes up and he starts chatting with me and, you know, he loves comedy. And I could tell he was he was a degenerate gambler. They have a look about them, you mm-hmm. know? Yeah. Um, And they're always, look, and he was just like, he was like gambling on his phone while he was talking to me. And he was asking me to like, just tell me a number, any number. And then he would just play like a roulette thing on his phone. Like, <laughs> I mean, it's. And it was real money. I said, is this real money? He's oh, yeah, it's real money. I'm playing for real money right now. Yeah. Um, and then he, you know, he's in the casino and he's still playing on his phone. Like that's some degenerate shit, right? Mm, yes. And then he was like chatting, you know, bringing girls over. He was like, like waving girls over to, you know, to say this guy is the comedian at Brad Garrett's comedy club. Do you believe it? This guy's a celebrity. And the girl's like, what? Like they had no idea who yeah. I was or cared. And, um. This guy, I'm almost afraid to say it because it's going to skeeve everyone out. He had a he had a big sore on his on his lip, like a 
Yeah, whatever it was. Listen, I, I'm not going to say what it was, but it was a big sore on his lip. Okay. Big. Mm-hmm. Like almost, it had a mind of its own. Yeah. You know? I expected that to start uh, talking. Yeah. That's how big it was. <laughs> and, um, and I, you know, that's hard to, to, to ignore. Yeah. Or and the he, wingman. Uh, well, that was the other thing. <laughs> I'm like, Jesus, this guy's still chatting up girls. Mm-hmm. Like, go home and the, take a couple of days off yeah, on this one. Get some abreva. Yeah, put some abrevo, whatever it is, on there, and, and, and just sleep it off. Mm-hmm. But he didn't, and uh, and then of course he's rattling off the things. Here's what happens when you're a big time celebrity, Alex, like myself, playing comedy clubs on a Monday night in uh, Las Vegas. Um, people will try to impress you with what. You know, you think you're a big deal. Let me show you what I can do. Yeah. And he's like, I can get you into this place and get you. And I don't know what I was thinking. I was kind of enjoying the one place I was sitting. I, I wasn't going to stay out all night. I was going to have one drink and go back up to the room. And he's like, I could take you to this other bar. This is, a, this is always where all the girls are. And I was like, all right, I'm good. I'm mad. He goes, take your wedding ring off. <laughs> I was like, oh, no, I'm good. I'm, I don't need to. Yeah. I'm good. And he's like, hey, take your wedding off. I'll take you out for some whoring around with this big fucking sore on his lip. Some soaring around. Yeah, yeah. I was like, ah, I'm good. But anyway, all of a sudden I go, all right, I'll go with you. Because I said, it's close, this bar. He goes, it's right, right here. It's next door. It's better than this place. And, of course, it's not. Mm-hmm. I get there, and I'm like, well, the other place was better. And then five other guys who were at the show come up. And a guy goes, you were great, man. What a fun night. He goes, my favorite joke you did. And then he tells me a joke that the other comedian did. <laughs> and I was like, that wasn't me. And he yeah. goes, oh, it wasn't? But you were good, too. I'm like, oh, great. Thank you. Anyway, so he bought me a beer. I took it, too. Yeah. I normally don't take it. I have to subscribe. I believe it's Tom Segura. Comedian Tom Segura has a rule where he does not take the drink because he says if you take the drink, you have to talk to the people. Yeah, you're and on I, for the ride. But I think you have to talk to the people anyway. Uh-huh. You know, if you're sitting at the bar, they're not going to leave you alone. Mm-hmm. And uh, and so this guy was chatting me up, showing me a lot of pictures on his phone. Look at this girl. She's hot, right? I was like, yeah, she's hot. Fucked her two nights ago. You know, that kind of guy. Yeah. You know, cargo pants. I could tell he was, you know, he had the, a very degenerate gambler look about him. Mm-hmm. Golden Knights tank top. Ooh. You know what I'm talking that's about? That's my team. I, of course it is. <laughs> um, anyway, the other thing that I say about, like, degenerate gamblers, like, they never look like they're doing well. No. Like, if they, if this guy came in wearing, like, a, a Gucci suit, I'd be like, oh, shit, gambling's paying off. But it never looks like it's paying off. No. It always looks like they're just hanging on by a thread. Mm-hmm. I used to see this shit when my father, you know, would go to hang out like OTB. This is, I think, a thing of the past, I believe. Off-track betting? Off-track betting, yeah. yeah. My father used to love the OTB. We had, there was one right in Ron Konkuma. Fancy OTB. They made it fancy, Alex. It didn't start out fancy. If you ever were having problems in life and you thought, oh, the world is out to get me, you could go into an OTB, spend about four minutes in an OTB, and you would like, oh, I'm doing fine. Mm-hmm. Things are good. I mean, you've never seen a more depressing world than, than off-track horse betting OTB in Ronkonkoma, mm-hmm. in the shopping center next to Kohl's. At the time, it was Caldor. Now it's Kohl's. There was a King Cullen in there, both of them gone. Caldor and King, King Cullen's now gone, Alex. Who knows what it's going to be? It sits vacant to this oh, no. day. 
Yeah, that's no. the grocery store, right? It's the grocery store. Yes, yes, yes. Anyway, the, that's where the OTB was. And then one day, I don't know, they tried to class it up. And they said, from here on out, you cannot get in this OTB without a jacket, a sport coat, suit jacket. I wasn't going to stop my dad. He built himself a whole apparatus in the backseat of his diesel Oldsmobile. We had, he had an Oldsmobile. Wagon? A Delta 77 or something. You know, No, not a wagon. But it was diesel. He bought it from one of his electrician friends. Mm-hmm. And diesels, I believe, these days are a little better than they used to be. But back in the old days, a diesel sounded like a diesel truck. You know, it was very loud and the diesel fuel. We did it. We had a fun thing in Ronkonkoma where our, our garage was connected to our home. Mm-hmm. And uh, the door to the garage uh, opened into the kitchen. And uh Yeah. Uh huh. You, you picking up on this? Yeah, yeah. And anytime you would just have the, you'd keep the car running because you wanted to warm it up, mm-hmm. whether it be a regular car, or diesel, and the fumes from that would just waft into our kitchen, three feet from our, the the, the door to the garage was three feet from our face as we sat and ate our food, and the carbon dioxide, monoxide, whatever it is that comes out of a pipe mm-hmm. can't be good, right? I mean, I think that's a. I think some people kill themselves that exactly. way. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Like it's. I literally. Like we intentionally. Liter- we literally could have opened the garage door and we we all would have died. Just died. Yeah. That's how yeah. people kill themselves. And my father would have the you know the diesel car warming up in there for fifteen minutes mm-hmm. while the the diesel fumes wafted onto our cornflakes. Cornflakes? Are you kidding? Kicks. 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 K I X. Cornmeal balls. Mm-hmm. Anyway. But my dad had it. He set up a whole apparatus. He put a bar in the back seat and had a couple of jackets hanging from that bar, like um, you know, like a that he could choose from. Mm-hmm. What's the, what's going to be today's OTB jacket? Put that on, head in. Anyway, that's the type of people we're looking at. This guy, just degenerate gamblers. The entire audience last night was kind of like degenerate gamblers. I got that vibe. But I had a fun time. Yeah, so I have just six more shows to go. I only do thirty-five minutes. Easy. I fuck. I haven't done thirty five. Like all of a sudden, I was just getting started, and I was like, "Oh, it's over." And I was kind of happy about it. I'm like, "Okay, bye bye, right. thank you, good night." And here we are now, just walking around Vegas on a mm-hmm. in an afternoon. Did you hit a table yet? No, nothing. I didn't do anything. Have yet. you ever gambled at a table? At a table? No, I'm not. I I just I'm not confident enough in my gambling to. I feel like I'm gonna get sat next to this guy in his in his Golden Knights tank top, mm-hmm. and he's gonna be yelling at me for not yeah. knowing the rules. Table or etiquette. Yeah, right, right. I don't be yeah. the guy who takes his card. Yeah, you know, you oh, don't thank hit you. on that. Yeah, he just yeah. took my card. That was my ten. I'm like, oh, I don't, I don't know. You know, I don't. I, mm-hmm. I feel like that's a lot. Yeah. So I just play like every now and again. I'll go play like the Wheel of Fortune slot machine, and that's about it. But here being here seven days, I gotta, I can't just sit and play Wheel of Fortune slots for. I mean, I'll go broke. Mm-hmm. Um, so there you have it. I mean, and then, of course, award shows. It's award season. And I've been caught up in the award shows. Chelsea Handler, my dear friend, old boss, did great, I thought. She hosted the Critics' Choice Awards. It was fun. Critics' Choice was what I think the Golden Globe should have been. It was loose. It was fun. Chelsea Handler did great. Um and everyone's kind of just, everyone's taking a shot at Joe Coy. Mm-hmm. Man, he's taking a beating. There, there was some, Ken Jeong and and, uh, and Joel McHale last night, they were giving out an award at the, at the uh, what was last night, the Emmys. The Emmys. And uh, they took a shot at Joe Coy in their 
speech. We're gonna we're gonna keep trying to make this a comedy team. Ken mm-hmm. Jong and Joel McHale. They're gonna they're really trying to you know force this one down our mm-hmm. throats. These two are gonna be a comedy duo where they have a banter back and forth. And I like both of them. I just don't know if they have the banter that they think they have. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, they they took a shot at Joe Coy. And uh, a couple of my friends wrote on Chelsea's monologue, and I and I wrote Chelsea. I texted Chelsea, and I texted my writer, my writer friends, Dean and Michael, and I said, I liked it a lot, did a good job. I'll say this, Chelsea Handler, a, a very fast text backer, always. Always. Always has been, unlike Alex. I mean, days later, you get one. Sorry, missed this. Well, I like uh, Sean Mendez. I need to prioritize my yeah, mental yes, health, so. and I, I, I don't think Chelsea has yeah. ever done that. No, no, absolutely not. <laughs> uh, so she is, uh, but boy, she's back back to being the darling of 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 the of the town, of the town. Yeah, I the mean, bell of the ball. God, people love her. I mm-hmm. mean, you know, she was. I see her with Oprah, and she did. She did a good job. It was exactly what you're supposed to do with those award show things. I came up with kind of a funny idea. You want to hear? Yeah. You know, because Hollywood seems to be very concerned about AI. Mm-hmm. AI is coming to get us. They, they're coming to, they're coming to write all the scripts. They're going to mm-hmm. write all the scripts. The AI. Yeah. They're going to write all the TV shows and the movies, and they're going to take the acting jobs. I don't really know how that's going to happen. They, they're just going to take people's voices and their likenesses, and then make movies with AI. Yeah. You understand? Yes. I thought it would be funny if somebody opens their their you know one of the next person who's hosting whatever sh- whatever award show and they say, you know what I'm I'm just going to ask AI to take it from here and then you're just like ask AI to host a show because don't can't they do anything they can do anything right if you if you ask ChatGPT host an award show they'll just conglom a, a bunch of shit that's a, from award shows yeah. past. And just spit it out, right? And they'll probably even have a Joe Coy joke in there. That's, That's how I'm much saying. they read. So I think it would be kind of funny for somebody to just do an AI bit. How am I doing on my I think, writing? I think or, you're good. Okay. I thought you were going to say once one of your jokes wouldn't land, you go, AI wrote these jokes. Oh, that's good too. Yeah. All right. You know, pitch that one, Alex, in, well, in the writer's room when we're uh, we're writing on it <laughs> for the next dumb For the Nickelodeon. Thing. Yeah, yeah, whatever it is. Oh, so there you have it. I don't know. Um, but here you are. I'm in Vegas, you mm-hmm. know? I can't sleep, of course, because it's... I don't know what I'm supposed to be doing. I'm sitting in bed last night till fucking two o'clock in the morning playing Wordle. Got it in three. Whatever. Two days in a row, got it in three. Okay. I'm back on Wordle. I, I, I had left Wordle for a long time. You know, I had to pay extra for, I had to re-up my New York Times subscription. And they, they charged me extra for Wordle. Two, two more bucks a month to get Wordle and Wirecutter. You know what Wirecutter is? I don't know what Wordle is. Oh, you don't know what Wordle is? No. Oh, it was it, it, like was, a... it was all the rage about a year ago. Mm. Everybody was playing Wordle. It's it's like this five you you throw five words out and you have to try and guess. You get five chances to figure out what the word is. Oh, okay. it's very fun. It's very fun, but it makes you feel dumb. Okay. If you don't get it, like you're like God, and then when you get, it, you're like oh, I didn't see that word. I don't know. It makes you kind of feel kind of dumb. Anyway, there you have it. Um, this is uh, what's wire cutter. Wire cutter tells you about you know like what's the best blender and the oh. best vacuum cleaner. It's like, it's, it's like good housekeeping. Consumer it's what, it's what they're doing over at good housekeeping yeah. and uh, you know those kind of things. But for was it two bucks you get both? I get everything. Two That's bucks you get everything. It's yeah. yeah I mean I I can handle it. It's, yeah. it's I can it's fine. Um, 
And then, of course, I don't know, once again, sitting up, I don't know what you do when like, I'm, I'm usually a pretty good sleeper, but of course, what I do is before showtime, I, I had been up all, I got up early for, I took Beckett to school, then I drove out here to Vegas. So I was around seven o'clock. I'm like, let me have one of these. You know what I did? I didn't do Red Bull. I did the other thing that you're supposed to lose weight on. Celsius? Celsius. Okay. I did Celsius. Is that energy drink? It is, yeah. I think it is. It is. So anyway, I do a Celsius at 8 p.m. Now I'm fucked. Two o'clock in the morning. I'm looking at, somebody told me, do you have one of these? Somebody said, you got to get a bidet on your toilet seat. Yeah. One of the ones, like not a full real bidet, like it's put in. Like yeah. the, I take out the toilet and I have a ceramic no, just bidet put in. One of those on. ones that like bolts on. Yeah. To your, it's called Tushy. Yeah. I think I met the. I you I, did. We talked about I think about I met this. the woman. In Texas, I yeah, think. Yeah. She, she came to Fortune's show. And she yes. goes, I invented Tushy. She was a real wife. No, wasn't she a celebrity and her boyfriend invented Tushy or something? No. But wasn't there. The boyfriend. He wasn't a boy. I think he's on sh- the show that fortune's mm, on yeah and she came with him uh, and she you know she's kind of shot out of a cannon one yeah. of those people yeah in the green room just chat big mm. hat on her mm-hmm. and uh and she was said she invented tushy and of course right away she goes i said oh i've really that one that i see in like the ads for and she yeah that's me yeah i invented it she couldn't and, send and, and that's what she goes she goes oh don't I said oh, I don't think I'm getting one of those. I'll send it to you. Okay. And of course I never got it. We'll hit up Fortune uh, and yeah, ask yeah, her so, to make the So anyway, I don't know. Somebody mentioned so last night, of course, two o'clock in the morning, I'm like, maybe I'll buy a tushy. I'm looking at these dumb things. And I like I don't know if it's I don't know if it's compatible with my toilet bowl. And then it goes, see if it's compatible with your toilet. And then it you hit a button and it cho- it's it shows you all the brand names of toilet bowls. Yeah. Like I don't, I don't like you know it. I know, like I would know the brand. Like I'm, like, I'm trying to think of the like, brand name of my toy. Yeah, yeah. Like, isn't there only one? Like Kohler. Yeah, that's Kohler. like the only one I thought. Yeah. But there's a lot of brand name toilets. Mm-hmm. Anyway, I didn't get it because it said you could get one with warm water, which that seems nice, mm-hmm. right? Like a spa. Yeah, it seems like a spa, but I don't feel like it's gonna work. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I, maybe you got, do you guys have these things? You know what I'm talking I see people's homes with them. Yeah. But I always, I it looks to me, and maybe I'm wrong about this, it looks cheap. Yeah. When I walk into somebody's home who has it, and they don't have the real one, because mm-hmm. you can get like a real toilet like a bowl, French it's like $5,000, yeah. and it's like a, it's built into it. Mm-hmm. Or you can get that one, that, you know, you, you like Jimmy rig it to your toilet. Yeah. And it always looks a little cheap to me. It mm-hmm. looks like it's always crooked on their toilet, and I don't even know if it's shooting in the right places. I feel like this is going to be a weird thing for me to talk about, Alex, and I, I, I'd like to apologize to you first, and I'd like to apologize to the listening audience second. But you, I wanted to apologize because you're sitting right next to me, Yeah, and it's going to be tough for you to hear. Okay. But I feel like my butthole is further <laughs> up than most people's buttholes. Oh, like, okay. So I don't know if the, I don't know how the- Do you mean further up your back or- Deeper, deeper in. <laughs> Thank you. It's an interesting. It's a very. It's a good question. You're right because you could think further up, like it would be up my back. Yeah. No, it's further in toward my toward my ball. Oh, so it's like a- I don't know. I don't know where your butt. I don't know where yours is. I don't mm. know where any's buddies is. I think most of them are in the same relatively the general same area. vicinity. That's what I would think. Yeah. 
you know, I mean, I've seen, you've seen people's buttholes if you, you know, whatever, yeah. some, from time to time you'll watch things and all of a sudden you're like, oh, look at that. Yeah. And uh, so I, I would, it looks to me like they're mostly in the same places. Yeah. But I watched some 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 Hello videos Tushy. last night on HelloTushy.com <laughs> of how it shoots out. They don't show people actually getting shot in the butthole, but they yeah. show the way the water shoots. I'm like, I don't think that's going to hit me in the right places. Mm-hmm. But I think you can, you can, I don't know, it's like 119 bucks. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm giving it some, but anyway, there's one that shoots warm water. Yeah. But you have to hook it up to your sink. And my sink like so you got the, a hose running. Yeah, like uh, my bathroom, my toilet, and my sink are not near each other. Mm-hmm. One's on one side one of the bathroom, one's on the other. In the one bathroom, I would put it in. Yeah, We have four bathrooms, but I wouldn't put it in. I, I think would only you could, put it in one. You could hide it from your family for a while if you put it in the one outside, the pool bathroom. The pool bathroom. Maybe I'd put it in the pool bathroom just for fun. Yeah. It's the one you use. Yeah, that's the one yeah, I use. all right. And I'd um, really like one in yeah, there. Yeah, I'll see <laughs> if I can get you a tushy in there. <laughs> I know the owner. Uh, she's a dear friend. Uh, <laughs> all right, everybody. What are we going to talk about? You want to you wanna count down? I found a fun countdown at 2 o'clock in the morning last night sitting in my bed. Yeah. You ready for this one? Mm-hmm. I thought this might be fun because we love a ca- Everybody loves a countdown. It it's it gives it it gives us something to talk about. Mm-hmm. We could goof on it. We could have fun with it. We could kill time. And I think this one seemed like fun to me. You ready for the twelve unhealthiest cereals? Yeah, I don't know if I want to know. I know this sounds I like know. all bad news. Twelve unhealthy cereals ranked by sugar content. Okay, and I remember we talked about kicks earlier in the episode. The Franjolas, say what you want about my parents, Alex. Whether they were good or bad, I don't even know. Mm-hmm. I like them. I feel like they did a good job with me and my brothers. We all turned out fine. Mm-hmm. I mean, we're not crackheads or anything, so there, there's something to be said for that. Yeah. But I don't. they were not like hands-on parents. Like, my father never threw a ball with me or anything. But maybe that's a good... They never took us on, like, vacations. But I we're almost happy about that. Yeah. I see sometimes I see people on vacations... As a matter of fact, last night, I meant to mention this to you, Alex, because I know you grew up in this area. And yeah. it, it, seeing what I saw last night here, and I know you didn't grow up on the strip, like you guys live in like a neighborhood. Yeah. And I get that. But seeing what I saw here last night, at, at like about midnight, I was coming up to the room. And there's full families just hanging out in the casino, like kids. Yes. I'm talking four Five-year-old children a, yeah. just walking around with their parents in the casino, strollers out. And I thought that was an odd. That's a Monday, strollers, casino, kids. Mm-hmm. I had my daughter here a couple of months ago when I was opening for Fortune here at the MGM. And uh, so she walked around for a bit. And I was, you know, I was one of those casino dads, you know, <laughs> but I wasn't, I didn't have the stroller and everything. Like we were just here. For, it was a short thing and I was performing here. It's not like I was making her watch me play slot machines. Yeah. I thought it was interesting. You weren't going, pick a number, Beckett, pick a number. Yeah, no, no. But my parents never did that. So, And then I, they never took us on vacation. I think it's good. like, Because I see families on vacation, it looks like it's a, mm-hmm. it looks like it's a lot of stress. Yeah. We didn't, need, we didn't need that. Well, and it's supposed to be a time to you know cut loose. You don't want to see your parents get in Vegas crazy. But the the one know? good thing my parents did was they were very concerned about our sugar intake as children. Everything we ever put in the shopping cart, get, out, get that out. It's just nothing but sugar. It's all sugar water. It's sugar water. And we would you know, we drank milk. That's it. We never were allowed soda or any type of tang or whatever the fuck. Pe- 
Sunny D. Oh, what'd you drink when you're in your youth? Uh, uh, Nest tea. No, really? that was my go-to. Oh yeah, like oh the Nest tea, which was just plunge. They it used was to just call it soda. It was just Nest tea. Oh, the cans of Nest yeah, tea. Yeah, the Nest tea cool. Ooh, it sounds like you guys were doing pretty well. You guys got canned Nest tea, not the scoop it out and no. stir it into water. No. It was back Damn. when they, remember when they had the little snowman? Yes. Yeah, that I remember was, it well. But that was like a sugary mess too, wasn't it? Yeah, it was tea-flavored yeah, soda. Yeah, tea-flavored soda. Uh, yeah. Uh, Honestly, your parents did it right. We were never allowed sugar. And then cereals too, never allowed sugar. So here you go, everybody. These are the 12 unhealthiest cereals ranked by sugar content. I believe we're going uh, 12 to 1. Okay. Okay, 12 to 1. Um, lowest in sugar. That's okay. So we'll go lowest to highest. Okay. The lowest is Kellogg's Fruit Loops with marshmallows. I didn't know they had those. Uh, I neither did I. But per heaven, it's 140 gallons. Uh, 30. Uh, let's see, have 12 grams of sugar per serving. That's not so bad. It's a serving's probably like, you know, it's two can Sam over there. You mm-hmm. know, it's two can Sam. Yeah. That's who the, the spokesperson is of the. Uh, and they spell fruit. They spell fruit wrong. And it's, mm-hmm. They spell fruit uh, F-R-O-O-T. That's not how fruit's spelled. Did you know that? Like it rhymes with loop. Yeah, fruit loops. Yeah. Yeah. Um, number two, no, well, number 11, I guess, uh, Captain Crunch. Captain Crunch is, doesn't have, it's 16 grams of sugar in Captain Crunch. Mm-hmm. This one, I don't know, a Malto Meal. Is that the one? It's, Malto this is one of those brand. bottom of the. F- yeah. This is one that you you this people. This is my stuff. Yeah, this yeah. is one the cons got mm-hmm. down at the bottom of the shelf. Malto yeah. meal, berry bunch crunch, eighteen grams of sugar. Mom's best crispy cocoa rice cereal. Mm-hmm. That's like a brand, I guess. Mom's best. Mom's best is the new. You see the brown cereal boxes. Yeah. That the, that's like the. That's what it is. They the try. They're box. one of those companies that they try to look organic, but it's just yeah, sugar. I yeah. can see it right. Yeah. Well, anyway, they, they made the list. Yeah. Honey Smacks. Remember this one, Honey mm. Smacks? That was a real sugary mess. Kind of gross. Yeah, they yeah. I didn't I didn't think they were still around Honey mm. Smacks. This is shocking. I'm shocked by this one. Smart Start Kellogg's. It, by the title, you thought you'd be you thought this is I'm a doing I'm doing all right yeah. here, you know? Smart Starts could to 19 grams of sugar in it. Now Fruity Pebbles, I can understand. Fruity Pebbles with marshmallow. They're throwing a lot of these marshmallows yeah. into the uh, cereals. Mm-hmm. They're not real marshmallows. They're just like, what is it? It's They're like, like dehydrated. Like dehydrated candy. You know, yeah. it was Lucky Charms was the, was, the, was the forefather of the cereal marshmallow. Yeah. Heart, what did they used to say? I used to remember. Heart stars and horses, yeah, clovers yeah. and blo- yeah. balloons. But, yeah, but now, yeah, and now they got new shit in yeah. there. They threw some new shit in. Uh, so Fruity Pebbles with marshmallow, that's a... That's the the Flintstones. They're mm-hmm. involved in that. Yeah, that's a Fred and and Barney. Mm-hmm. They're the CEOs of Fruity Pebbles. You know that? Yeah. Uh, oh, I was a Cocoa Pebble kid. You I were like, a Cocoa Pebble. I did when when we would you know on birthdays and things. You could once be again. Like, I feel like you guys oh. were doing. This is shocking. At number, I don't know. I'm sure I'm not sure what number we're at right now. But 20 grams of sugar, Raisin Bran Crunch. I thought that was supposed to be the good one. Yeah. What's the point? It's got Bran in the name. I know. This one I remember, Golden Crisp. Mm, post yeah. post Golden Crisp. Are those the ones that look like little, like honey thing? Or no, like... that's honeycomb. I don't oh. even know if they're still in the game. It's, it's twenty one grams of sugar, and then another another Malto meal. That's yeah. Oh, Malto meals you, you're, is is going to close out this entire thing. 
Of these course malt, they these are. These like cheapo bags of malto meal. Mm-hmm. It's like 24 grams of sugar, chocolate marshmallow malto meal. Well, that wasn't as fun as I thought it was going to be. Well, what happened to like uh, Apple Jacks and shit? That's got to be awful. They, they got to be. Are they still on the market? Apple Jacks? Yeah, they're still around. A is for Apple. J is for Jack. Cinnamon toasty Apple Jacks. You need a good breakfast. That's a fact. Start it off with Apple Jacks. Apple. I still remember the commercial. Nice. Yeah. You guys probably, when you tuned in today, uh, you probably <laughs> didn't know you were going to, in one episode of Cover to Cover, you didn't realize you were going to both, you're going to find out two things, that I knew the jingle to Apple Jacks, and you now know the exact location of my butthole. So <laughs> that is, I don't know if many podcasts can claim mm-hmm. that in one hour you're getting that type of information. Yeah. Um, so that's pretty cool. Oh, Thrive Market, a new sponsor here on Cover to Cover. Hello, Thrive Market. I've been having a good time going over to Thrive Market and doing my grocery shopping and have it delivered right to my door. I love this Thrive Market. Healthy alternatives to most of the junk that I eat. I'm going, Alex, this year, 2024, trying to do a little less sugary Mm-hmm. As we just talked about sugary cereals on here, I'm trying to do a little less. And Thrive has all that. They have a, a lot of uh, alternative, low sugar alternatives. My daughter loves the organic kids snacks. And they, of course, Thrive delivers it right to the door. What are you doing to be healthy in 2024 at Thrive Market, Alex? I love all of their, uh, they've got a lot of great vitamins, multivitamin I've been using. Oh. Trying to get, you know me, I like to get rid of the inflammation. Alex hates inflammation. And if you've seen Alex in person, he is not inflamed at all. Uh, Yeah. He looks very uh, uninflamed. Thank you. And it's a Thrive Market. He has to thank for that. As a Thrive Market member, I save money at every single grocery order. On an average, I save over 30% each time. Uh, and you guys know how going to the grocery store has just become crazy. So over to Thrive Market, you could save 30%. That's a considerable savings. Mm-hmm. They even have a deals page that changes daily and always has some of my favorite brands on there. So I highly recommend checking out the deals page. When you join Thrive Market, you also are helping your family in need with their one membership matching program, which is nice. I mean, get out there and help those who are... Uh, unfortunate in life mm-hmm. you know and my father used to say always uh, these are unfortunate people christopher and you got to be happy that you're not you're fortunate in mm-hmm. life and you know i don't know if i, I was but my father <laughs> made us believe we were anyway you know what we did we do a thing on this podcast called a call to action that's what they call it there's a call to action that means you guys at now have to get up and you have to take action you have to go over to thrive marketing you have to check out what they got I really recommend it. Get uh, Save on your groceries. Have it delivered right at the door. And Alex, he's the best at calling you to action. So here goes Alex with his call to action. Go ahead, Alex. Join in on the savings with Thrive Market today and get 30% off your first order plus a free $60 gift. Go to thrivemarket.com slash cover for 30% off your first order plus a free $60 gift. That's T-H-R-I-V-E market.com slash cover. Thrivemarket.com slash cover. What's what's a sixty dollar gift? That's a that's a that's a pretty expensive gift. gift. Yeah. Oh, it must be lovely. All right. Well, there you go. Go figure out what that is and uh, let us know. Thank you, Thrive. Uh, all right. Well, I mean, this is our like Vegas episode. Mm-hmm. Do we have anything else we need to yeah. discover? Oh, we did have a little. We have one thing. There we... was there was a there was a our, speech one of our favorites last night. over here. Yeah. Yeah. We love her. Speech was that everyone's talking about the speech of Nisi Nash. She mm-hmm. won the Emmy last night. 
and people were talking about her speech, and I was empowered. Let's hear, let's hear a little bit of Niecy Nash. Mm. I like Niecy Nash. She's been around a long time. Does a lot of fun stuff. And you know who I want to thank? I want to thank me. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes. Doing what they said I could not yes. do. And I want to say to myself in front of all you beautiful people, mm. go on, girl, with your bad self. Oh, that's right. That's right. Mm-hmm. Oh, people love that. They yeah. get the whiteies get. They fucking get out. They jump out of their seats for that kind mm-hmm. of chatter. Yeah. They love it. They feel like they have to. Like, oh, shit, we got to get up. Mm-hmm. She's, uh, she's, she's she's going on with her bad yeah, self. Yeah, she's going on with a bad self. And if you're if you're like Karen Culkin or uh, mm-hmm. you know Matt Damon, you can't just sit there. No, when a black woman's going, I want to thank me. Yep. Because uh, who did it last year? Cheryl Lee Ralph. Okay. She's you. She gets up there and she's she's bringing on home, Alex. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah. I'll get up there. I'll do the same thing. I'll start. I would like to thank me. I would like to thank Tushy. <laughs> what? <laughs> yes. For finding my butthole. I didn't think it was possible. Mm-hmm. I thought my butthole was in an odd position. And I didn't think that that water could squirt into my butthole. But Tushy found a way. I would like to thank the owner. Dear friend of mine. Big old hat she wore in mm. a green room in some city. I forget where I met this gal. With her bad self. With her. She had a bad hat on and her bad self. <laughs> I think you were in Austin. <laughs> I'm almost positive. Thank you, Alex. That's my friend Alex Khan. He got a properly proportioned butthole where if he had a tushy, it would hit him properly. I have to, I believe, I'd like to thank the people over at Tushy. Mm-hmm. And I'd like to get on, I'd like to thank myself for finding a way. When, when the chips were down and I was playing shitty third-rate comedy clubs in Alaska and, and, uh, and, and Canada, and I turned it around, I started a podcast, and in the beginning of this podcast, we had a purpose, and now we talk about sugary cereals and buttholes, and we've completely given up. <laughs> <laughs> but we've been doing this shit for six years, and I had four Bud Lights last night, and I talked to a guy with a herpes sore on his face for uh, 45 minutes. Mm-hmm. And I, <laughs> thank you again. That is my friend, Alex. <laughs> he, why is he standing on stage with you? Because he he needs to be here. He's just, he How needs- else am I going to ride coattails <laughs> if I'm not on stage with He's you. on my coattails, can't you see? Uh, we so. could be Ken Jong and... Yeah, we are like Joel, Joel McHale and Ken Jong. What a funny banter we're having. Oh, anyway, so uh, that's Niecy Nash. We like we like a good we like a, a fun black girl speech. Mm-hmm. I love it. I love a good black girl speech because they could get a crowd going. Yeah, Whitey gets up there and they you know any Whitey gets up there they and they start doing God. that. Nobody cares. Yeah. Shut up, Whitey. Mm-mm. But Niecy Nash, Cheryl Lee Ralph, uh, you know who I like. I like this America Ferrara. Okay. I like her. I like her a lot. She, I liked her in Barbie. Um, oh, and, yeah, yeah. and she made a really nice speech. And of course, she had that speech in Barbie. Uh, but but she seems like a. I'm, an, I'm, a, I'm all behind America Ferrara. I like her a lot. Thumbs up to America Ferrara. She made a real good speech. I'm a brown lady. And I like to see. I guess a lot of people 
now, uh, you know, Ali Wong's and, you know, Ali, dear friend, worked with her on the Chelsea Lately sitcom, the mm-hmm. uh, Are You There Chelsea. Uh, Ali Wong was a dear, uh, and still is a dear friend, dear friend. Um, they, they, you know, they all make the speech. They say, I never saw myself in the TV that I watched in my youth, America Ferrara. And, uh, and I guess that's true, mm-hmm. you know, uh, but I'm not sure I ever saw myself either. You know, I mean, I'd watch these shows and I'd be like, well, I'm not. I'm no Andy Griffith. No, no. But I mean, well, well, they have the same color skin, but outside of that, we're not the same person. Um, Until I saw like Anthony Michael Hall and 16 Candles, I was like, oh, I kind of could be that guy, I think. And then I moved to Hollywood and look at me now. Everybody, here I am sitting on the 24th floor of the MGM Signature Towers overlooking the sphere, by the, the brand way. new sphere, the brand, brand new sphere, right, right down there uh, on the street, pretty cool looking, and talking about buttholes. I mean, that is you can't get much better than that in a career. That is a rags to riches tale. Trying to explain my my career to the two comedians who were opening for me this week. Uh, one of the guys I know, he's he's been a friend for a long time, Eddie Pence, good guy, good comedian. But the, and then I have like an older woman. Like as uh, as the MC sixty three mm-hmm. year old woman, like real hardcore like Vegas comedian, and she goes out there and she is just doing like old timey Vegas mm-hmm. comedy shtick. Yeah, and of course fucks up my name every. I mean five different ways last night. And our headliner tonight is Chris Fragiali Frajabroja Fraja Frangelico Frangelo <laughs> Fran. I was like, Jesus, is it that fucking hard? Yeah. But uh, and it for and, and fucked up the cover to cover ten different ways. A lot of people say coast to coast. coast to co- I get yeah. that a lot. Coast yeah. to coast. Mm-hmm. Oh man, no respect. What are you gonna do? Uh, are we done? Do we? Have, I feel like we did enough. Yeah, we're right? done. I gotta mm-hmm. go walk around Las Vegas mm-hmm. a little bit. I feel like I need to explore. What do I need to see here? I mean, there's a lot of good stuff. You're not too. You should probably head on over across the street. Go hit a park MGM. Maybe they got I some will. cool stuff over there. Check it out. Yeah. All right, everybody. I'll Thank get you. you. A Golden Knights tank top if you want one. Uh, well, I, may, I might have to get one. I get twenty percent <laughs> off. I get it. Oh, this is all. I mean, you're an employee. It, I know. I know. It's so weird. They gave like, him I, a badge. I, I, sh- I just showed it to Alex. Yeah. They give you a little card when you get here. When mm-hmm. you check in, they give you a card. And it says on it, headliner. Ooh. Thank you very much. It's like a real plastic card. It's mm-hmm. not like a, like, it's it's for real plastic employee card that I can take to the employee cafeteria here. Yeah. And I could sit in the employee cafeteria with like mm-hmm. the, you know, with the, with the crap stealers and whoever else. Yeah. The inside, in the biz, we call that the EDR. EDR. Yeah. That's yeah, what they yeah. kept calling it. Mm-hmm. And they were telling me a little bit about the EDR. I still haven't found it. I don't know where it is. Yeah. They didn't show me where it was. It's so. in a basement somewhere. I know, but... And I don't know if I... Do I want to be sitting in the EDR? The it, employee dining room? It can get sad. I know. It can. Especially I mean, not to sound like an asshole here, but I'm a celebrity. I can't be... I don't want to be sitting down there in the employee dining room eating a free sandwich next to, next to one of the janitors. Mm-hmm. Not to say that's... You know, that work is... It's it's God's work, mm-hmm. but uh, come on, people. Yeah, I'm Chris Frangiola. Chris Frangiola, yes, you can't be down there. I know. <laughs> I don't want to. Could you imagine if 
I'll be sitting down there next to this sore guy again. He'll mm-hmm. be coming back, you know, hey, I didn't know you were an employee here. I'm like, neither did I, but I am this week. I yeah. really am. I'm like, that's not a joke. Mm-hmm. I'm an employee of the MGM for the week. But because you're the headliner, over. you do get good parking. So I didn't know. I parked in the same. No, I know. Oh, but well. I, I didn't know. They told me that afterwards, but I've already parked in some regular guy's spot like everybody else. Man of the people. Man of the people and walked really far to get to my room. Oh, man. It's an interesting. It's interesting. It's all very interesting this week in Las Vegas. I'm, I'm out of sorts, but uh, we'll all get it back. I would like to apologize to the people of Philadelphia for last night's Eagles loss. I don't know what happened to you guys over the last six or seven weeks, but something happened and you just didn't uh, you just didn't have it. And it was it it came last night. It's over. The season is over. And I know how much you guys love your sports out there in Philadelphia. So I'm sorry. But to make you feel better, the good people of Philadelphia, I will be returning to the punchline in Philadelphia for you people, for the people of Philadelphia of Philadelphia who whose Eagles didn't didn't pull it off. Mm-hmm. I'll be there February 29th, March 1st and 2nd. Mm-hmm. And then of course the next night I'll be at the D- third Sunday night DC Improv, March 3rd and so many more. Um so many more more places and uh, And he'll be in Vegas for days. So come on more, out. More and more days. There was a couple of cover to cover people last night. Got to chat with them, take a few pictures. Fort Worth, Texas, we're moving on to next. That's the 26 and 27. Mm-hmm. Wouldn't kill you guys to buy a couple of tickets to that, let me tell you. Yep. Um, Comedy Off-Broadway, Lexington, Kentucky, February 9th and 10th, and then Louisville Comedy Club, February 8th, Thursday night. Yeah. I haven't been to Louisville in a long, long time. Uh, and on and then Punchline Philly. Uh, Franjola.fun has all the dates, and more are coming. Uh, Columbus is coming. Ooh. Liberty uh ohio no cincinnati i think is it ohio it is ohio yeah it's like the cincinnati area liberty funny bones coming they offered me albany again Mm -hmm. albany these motherfuckers in albany still i was like how many more times does albany have to say we don't want to come to Mm -hmm. your show my agent keeps giving me Albany. i'm like they don't want to come and then my the management of the club almost spit in your face every time yeah like albany (laughs) does not want me I had to tell my agent, I'm like, no, I'm no more upstate New York, except for Buffalo. Yeah. The good people of Buffalo will continue to go to you guys. But for the rest of upstate New York, I'm not sure I'm going to go back. Rochester, maybe, because they're my friends up there. So maybe we'll give Rochester another shot. But the Albany's in the Syracuse's, I have to say that, no, thank you. You said no to me, I'm saying no to you. Yeah. I'll take my crooked butthole to a city that wants me. <laughs> Ah, uh, we love you, everybody. Uh, what do we got to get out of here on, Alex? Any more Vegas fun or any we've, type of fun? I'm sure we've done it at some point, but... That's all right. I mean... We've done 700 shows. So. Yeah. This actually, next week, will be our 300 or 200th regular Patreon. 300. Really? 200. Yeah, I think you're right. 200. We were both too tired. Well, Kenny, well, we've done, we're, we're heavy on the Kenny. Yeah. Kenny Rogers. God, he was good. Mm-hmm. Rest in peace, Kenny. Yeah. You know, he was one of those guys who went, like, with a weird plastic surgery later in life. And it was, 
Like you're gonna be Kenny Rogers. Like the plastic surgery is not gonna make you. Mm-hmm. I don't know who you know Zac Efron. Big like, white who else, teeth. Yeah. Who else? Who now he seems to have some weird plastic surgery. Mm-hmm. Every time I see him, he's got a different face. Yeah. And it, but he blames it on weird things. Like oh, I fell down, so now I got a new jaw. Like that's how <laughs> okay, it works. Yeah. yeah. All right, everybody. We gotta go. We love you. Frangelo.fun and more coming. Mm-hmm. Patreon. We'll do a bunch on Patreon. We picked up a lot of Patreons the last couple of weeks. Yeah. I like Patreon. It's fun to do Patreons because I get to really relax. I'm not saying. I'm sorry for the butthole talk. It's normally not what we do on this show, but I'm into the. I really. If you guys have tushy reviews, please send them my way. <laughs> Go over and review this podcast. We're getting a lot of five star reviews. And I would like to say this to Alex, uh, our dear, uh, our dear friend here, Alex Khan. A lot of the reviews lately have been mentioning you, ooh, and in a positive light. That's never like happened. Alex is gr- the great, and he he makes the show, and uh, yeah, very positive Alex reviews lately. So congratulations on that. Well, thank you. Yeah, you're welcome. You're welcome. I mean, you know, wouldn't kill you guys to throw a little out my way. I mean, I'm the one who's fucking carrying the weight here. You know, this guy throws out one or two zingers every now and again and it's not... I'm... I'm... I mean, yeah, I don't... I don't every, talk about my butthole. I was just gonna say, not everybody could talk about their butthole, so carefree, Lee. Oh, boy, oh, boy. All right, everybody. We gotta go. Bye-bye. You got no to hold Know when to fold up, know when to walk away, and know when to run. You never count your money. When you're sitting at the table, there'll be time enough for counting when the deal is done. the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.